4: And as always, we are working on your financial freedom. Boy, and if you've been building your financial freedom in the stock market, in your 401k, in your 403b, we're going to talk about a 403b here today. In fact, I bet you're a little bit in shock if you've read any of the press. I'm just looking here at MarketWatch to open the show. I'm just going to quote the headline. It says, a rough four months for stocks, S&P 500 books, the worst start to a year since 1939 wow that says a lot we're hearing a lot of the the worst the best whatever in x numbers of years we're, we've got the highest inflation in 40 now we've got the worst start to a year for stocks in do the math however long that is over 80 years and i'll tell you i watched i watched last week as as the markets dropped and i thought to myself boy i dodged a bullet. I literally, literally thought that to myself. I dodged a bullet. And if you've ever caught Del Walmsley's show, uh, Del Walmsley is the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. He has a great analogy, whereby he compares the stock market and real estate investing. Again, this is a real estate investor show that you're you're listening to. And his analogy essentially is that the stock market—it's like you're standing. If you're invested in the stock market, you're standing there and you have a gun to your head. And you never know when that gun is going to go off. In other words, when it's going to drop like we just saw. And in fact, if I look at the timeline for the first four months of the year, uh, we're down 13.3%. Again, looking at the S&P 500, which is a very broad index that represents a lot of stocks, 500 of them, in fact, down significantly. Well, that sucker dropped again very precipitously, as did the Dow Jones Industrial Average, as did NASDAQ uh, the prior Friday. And... If you were standing there with that gun to your head and then that that, that, that fellow, whoever's holding that thing, pulled that trigger, you couldn't move. You couldn't get out of the way fast enough. Somehow I did. I'll tell you what I did. Dell's other part to that analogy is that real estate is like standing on a train track. And you see some danger coming. You see that headlight off in the distance. If it's an older train, right, you see the the steam coming off the top. It's coming down the track. You have time to react. You have time to move. But I want to focus on that bullet in particular because as a guy that recently retired thanks to real estate, I executed the next part of our personal strategy, my, my wife's and mine, and we pulled our four, the remainder of my 401k funds out using something called a 401k partition and a quadra. That's what we're going to get to probably, I would say, in the last segment. And in fact, I had talked about this very thing very broadly on an earlier show and I had somebody write to ask me about the Quadra, so I want to get into that a little bit. I have a number of other listener emails as well today, and that's what we're going to take up. So I'm just going to pick these up. I've got quite a few. You've got some really good questions coming in lately. And the first one, he says, hey, Andy, I'm, I'm a, an FFP member. That's our financial freedom program. And that's a a great membership if you're just getting started and you want to learn more about investing in single family or multifamily. That's a great way to go. But he's penned out some very, very well thought out questions. In fact, he's projected very far into the future. He's got some some equity in his house and he's planning on doing a, a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit, pull some of those funds out. And he's he's pondering. He's he's wondering, should I invest in single family? Or should I invest in multifamily? And this fellow, he really put pen to paper and has put some numbers together. And I replied to him offline as well, but he's, he's, he's debating. And you may have the same question. Should I do single family or should I do multifamily? In fact, that's a very common question from new members that join Lifestyles Unlimited. Which route do I want to go? And the answer to that question really is dependent on you But you can get to that answer a number of ways by talking with other members, of course. What did you do? We're not all exactly alike. We don't all have the same capital when we start. We don't all have the same time. And we don't all have the same goals. But it's good to hear and and, and talk with other members to learn that. But above all else, you can sit down with one of the mentors at Lifestyles Unlimited. And that's, that's what my wife and I did 10 years ago. We had that same question. Now, we didn't have the capital to... Immediately go down the multifamily path, and we had the goals of building up immediate cash flow to get my job out, or my job, my wife out of a job that um, was just miserable. And our mentor at the time said, "Do single family because you're going to be able to build up much quicker, uh, turn those things much faster, and and build that cash flow that you need." So, to the to the listener that's asking, and again, I'm not going to go into all the numbers here. He he has a lot. He he really thought this out. He's got a number of. Uh, ancillary questions I do want to answer with you that I do want to work through with you because you probably have these on your mind as well but it it, it really comes down to your goals your your goals for you for your your family he's, he's married doesn't say if he has kids doesn't say if he likes his job or not they are both earning uh, he and his wife uh, very well um, so do they like the jobs or not how urgent is it so if you're listening and you're not sure do I want to do I want to buy a lot of single-family houses? And this is kind of the direction this gentleman's focused on, uh, it seems, with his his questions. Do I want to buy a lot of houses? Do I do I have to then manage those? Should I put a property manager into into place? That too is is going to be dictated by your goals. If if you want to be fully hands off, yeah, yeah, get get a property manager into place for that that single-family portfolio. Now, when you start out, when you start out with one or two houses. Uh, I encourage you to manage those to be familiar with the process the process of getting the house renovated getting it getting it rent ready essentially and finding those those tenants those those great residents in fact the second listener question I have queued up today is 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 essentially around that how do I find how do I how do I make sure I'm putting good people into my property we're going to we're going to talk about that as well but it really comes down to your goals your time. How much time do you want to put towards this? How hands-on or hands-off do you want to be? And what what kind of capital are you beginning with? And this gentleman says he's got a fair amount. Hey, we're going to head into a quick break. Uh, I want to continue this conversation when we come back and then talk about the uh, tenant screening. So stick around.
3: Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues in moments.
5: There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're gonna run into somebody who's gonna tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is gonna tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other, and this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win.
1: Don't believe the dream killers? Start winning today with a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years, and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
5: We went from 100% live to 100% virtual. And you know the funny thing is is that nobody wants to go back to work now that work from home, right? So now my members are like, well, Dell, we want to keep those virtual things open because now I know all the people in Miami and I know all the people in Chicago. And I know all the people now know each other from all over the country because of these virtual events.
0: The free workshop, How to Retire in Five Years or Less, is online. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
5: Your challenge is that you don't believe you can be rich, is that you don't believe you can retire within five years. That's half of your challenge. And until you can come up with that belief system, until you can reconcile that in your mind, you won't be willing to take the steps necessary to get there. So you need to get in here and meet some people.
1: Join us for the next free workshop and meet the people at Lifestyles Unlimited that will share Dell Wamsley's belief system and empower you to take the steps you need to be successful. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com
2: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Back to your map to financial freedom. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's
4: Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at l u i n c dot com askandy at l u and and that's what we're doing today in fact is I, I i'm working through some of your emails and and one of these the third one we're going to get to um do- dovetails very well with what we just saw in the markets the listener was asking about getting retrieving removing pulling those 401k funds out and, and, and avoiding the 10% penalty. We're going to talk about that in the last segment. Right now, I'm working on, a, on, on an email whereby the listener, very well thought out, he's a member at Lifestyles Unlimited now. I don't know for how long he joined as a financial freedom program member, which is the, the starting membership, basically. If you're not sure what you want to do, do you want to do this real estate thing? First place to go is to lifestylesunlimited.com and click on the free workshop. And you'll get a, an hour and a half you can do this virtually from the comfort of your home it's a live seminar there's there's a gentleman teaching that um one of our fellow radio hosts in fact and you can can learn about real estate investing if, and if you're interested the, the next thing to do really is to become a financial freedom program member because that gives you access to our two day financial freedom seminar and and that's where we get into it's two days and on the first day we're going to talk all about investing in single family and on the second day, talk all about investing in multifamily. And these questions that this gentleman's put together, they're going to start to to get into your brain and, and you'll start to think about these things. And you may know immediately, a lot of people go to the two day and on day one, they come out and they're just chomping at the bit. I got to go buy a house. I'm going to go buy two. Heck, I'm going to buy 10. But then they come back and they go to day two. and They're like, forget it. Apartments. I'm going down that path. That is for me. Whether as a passive or as a syndicator, a lead investor that's putting the deal together, the investment together, lots of options there. But but, but getting into the two-day really is the best way to then start to get that education. And a lot of what we're going to address here, so he's asked, he's, he's trying to figure that out, single family or multifamily. He's got a decent amount of capital, and if you have a decent amount of capital, 100K, something like that, maybe more multifamily, just go that route If that's your, if that fits with your goals. You know, my wife and I, we have this conversation all the time. If, if you've been listening for any time at all, you know I've done some broadcasting from our what I call the RV bunker. We, we picked this thing up right before COVID, and we used it to travel the country and, and maintain a safe dif- distance from everybody out in the woods. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, what better place to be than the RV bunker? And I did my shows from there, and my wife and I, we have this conversation from a goal perspective. Uh, do we want to travel more for longer stretches? Should we go more into the passive investments in multifamily to be totally hands-off or do we want to do that small multifamily independent rental owner investment, whereby we're the sole investors, we control it. Or do we want to continue to grow our single family portfolio? Now, in our case, we want to do all of those. So does that fit with traveling for a year in the RV nonstop? Maybe not, maybe not. So it comes down to your goals. It comes down to your capital. It comes down to your time. And you'll fine tune that thinking as you have conversations with our mentors, with our realty team, with other, with other investors at Lifestyles Unlimited, you'll, you'll hear their stories. But he got very granular here. Uh, I like the analysis, actually. He's looking. He, he's looked at his income, he and his wife's income, what they're making before tax, and he says, look, I think I need about $110,000 tax-free, in other words, after taxes, to compare it to uh, his, his job income, what he's, what he's earning uh, well, he says tax-free because why? If you're doing it right with real estate, you're not paying any taxes on that cash flow. So he's, he's got a very concrete number in mind. And now he's trying to figure out how do I get to that 110 k Is it through houses or is it through multifamily? If houses, well, he's dialed in the number of houses he thinks he needs. And going back to the earlier segment, he's planning on pulling some cash out of his personal house. He's talking about doing a HELOC, which in Texas is a home equity line of credit. Uh, in Texas, they'll lend you up to 80% of your 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 home's value. Um, may just want to do a cash-out refi. That's another option. Won't go quite as high. Well, no, yeah, you can do 80% on that cash-out refi on your personal home as well. If you have any rental houses, typically they'll go up to 75% if it's a conventional loan. But great way to get that equity to get into this game. Now, this gentleman, he'll have to talk. I think he's a Financial Freedom Program member. Get out to more events and uh, talk with more people, talk with those mentors. One question he did ask, he said, Look, I've heard that there's a limit to the number of houses you can get financing on. And he's specifically thinking about what I call the cheap money, which is the money you get from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Those are those GSEs, those government sponsored entities. They're kind of a, they have one foot in, one foot out of the government uh, uh, role there. But that's where we get our really low cost debt. And he's right, there, there is a cap. Now, if you go to your conventional bank, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, those type of guys, they may cap you at something like four, six, eight. They, they have their own rules in place. But generally speaking, the cap is 10. Now, if you're married like this gentleman is, and you're both working, and you're debt to income supported, I would, tr- I would strongly encourage you to buy separately. That's what my wife and I did. I would buy a house, she would buy a house. I would buy a house, she would buy a house. That does a couple of things number one it lets us maximize those fannie mae loans i'll call them that cheap money and as i buy a house and then she buys a house it gives my credit it it, it goes down a little bit when you take on new debt not not a ton but it gives that time to recover while she's doing her process now granted sometimes we went a little bit faster we'd have multiple houses going at once but it worked out just fine but but think about that if you are uh, if you do have a spouse, a significant other, uh, uh, put those loans into separate names if you can. If you already have your personal house and you're both on the note, well, there there goes one of your buckets for for each of you. But you can still go out and buy 18 more houses, 18 rental properties. That's going to put you in a great place. And this gentleman, he's targeting 20 houses after in year two. And if you are a member at Lifestyles Unlimited, we do have a class out there. I'm um, taught by one of our lenders that uh, tells you how to buy 10 houses in one year. It is absolutely possible. It's absolutely possible using our techniques by buying with hard money and, and using leverage, buying houses that need work, getting them at a discount, creating, we call that equity capture, capturing equity, and, and, buy, and, and throughout the process, just simply having less money in that one house so you can do that next one and do the one after that. You, you, you take your limited pool of funds and you're able to go much much farther uh, by by following the lifestyles model so yeah you, you you can maximize you can go up to 20 20 financed properties now if you do some other type of loan that's not Fannie Mae you got the va you got you got fha that counts as one of your loans so so keep that in mind so great questions i mean that's something though for this gentleman to sit down and figure out um, and you know, it comes down to your goals ultimately. And and I'll tell you this, there's no, there's nothing wrong with doing a little of each. We, we, we have our portfolio of single family houses that retired. My wife retired me, but we've started getting into the multifamily side as well. And quite frankly, hindsight is 2020. I wish I had pulled that trigger a little bit sooner because the performance I'm seeing on those multifamily investments so far has just been phenomenal. So we're going to continue to buy uh, and, and invest passively as we go, and you can do both as well. So next question, uh, this comes from a gentleman. Uh, I don't. He didn't say if he's a member or not, but he's. He I enjoy listening to the show. My, my wife and I are ready to get started in real estate. My concern is around having to repair and replace items in the rental homes as they break. He's also concerned about tenants. We'll talk about that when we come back.
3: got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next.
5: The rich get richer and the poor get poorer, not because that's the way it's set up, but because of the knowledge.
1: When put into action,
5: knowledge is power.
1: At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income, For over 30 years, our successful members share their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. Tap into the knowledge. Attend a free workshop online. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
5: Stop waiting, stop sitting around, stop procrastinating. This is your time, make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know, it's gonna crash. It's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me, you know I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? (laughs) I go, and you're not rich yet? Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month.
0: Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
5: I don't know which one bums you out more of the little wheel, you get in the little wheel and run, or the cubicle. Go to your prison cubicle. Think about being in prison every day. What do you do? You get up every day and stand in your cubicle. Maybe sit in your cubicle. What do you do when you go to work every day? Go to the cubicle. I couldn't put up with it when I was there. had to get out.
1: Ready to get out too? Learn how at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
3: Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life.
4: Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions, we're going through listener questions today. Uh, We've hit uh, in the first segment and a half. Uh, uh, I had a very detailed uh, uh, question, uh, I guess, set of questions really from from a listener who's trying to figure out whether he and his wife should go into multi-family or single-family investing. And and really, to be honest, I think I ended the last segment with with maybe the direction I would go, which why why not do both? <laughs> you know, you can experiment. See, maybe you figure out I don't like houses, or I really love houses. I, I Andy, I love houses. I, I love we we just closed, and the last week just closed on another one. We're, we're under contract on, on another one after that. so I, I, I love the houses but we're also shifting into multifamily um, I just I, I, I find we, we, we experiment and we, we, we experience rather the, the benefits of both the last question I want to hit from this prior uh, uh, listener here before we shift into the, the question around maintenance and, and tenants he, he said he, he sent a follow-up email actually he said the last thing that scares me. And I highlighted that word scares me. It's interesting because the prior email, I didn't, I didn't get a sense of fear. Uh, just the, just some really well thought out questions, really well mapped with, with the numbers. But here he says the last thing that scares me. So clearly some of those other things are lingering in his head. And I'll tell you, the best way when you have a fear like that is, is to do what this gentleman has done. He's very clearly outlined and, and identified things. And in this case, he says, the last thing that scares me is, do we need to keep track of financials for taxes for each house individually? Well, the easy answer is yes, ab- absolutely. The, the, each house has its own profit and loss statement, its own, you know, its own balance sheet, et cetera, essentially. Um, does it have to be super detailed? No. Uh, you know I, I i still do that in excel now i'm looking at other software packages as we get bigger and, and get into small multifamily i'll want to i'll have to have a more professional system but i've just been doing excel for for 10 years there's not a lot to it and if you want to see really what you're reporting towards i would tell you to go out onto the internet uh, go to the irs website and 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 find a schedule e a schedule e is e an edgar uh, because that's what you're going to use to report those houses. And yes, at, at tax time, I have to put together a schedule E for each of my houses for my, my CPA, but it's pretty easy. I, I wouldn't let that scare you. And if you do like this gentleman, and, and if you're able to sit down and enumerate, right, just put some bullets or numbers, each of your fears, and you can start to work on addressing those just like he did by way of a question to me, to, to your mentor, to other investors, and, and and as you become educated through that process or go to the financial freedom seminar for your second time or your third or your fourth or your 10th time, you can come back as much as you want. And every time you do come back, you'll have different questions because you've grown as an investor and you'll be approaching this, this, the, the, the real estate investing world from a slightly different perspective. It just simply you, you you grow as a human. That's it's just simply natural progress. And I, I went to a, a financial freedom seminar not not too long ago. And and as somebody that's been doing this for ten years, I had of course new questions, more more multifamily focused. You'll have the same experience. And before we get any farther, I do want to give you the website where you can learn more about the financial freedom program and the two day seminar. If you, give, if you go to the website, GiveMeTotalFreedom.com, it'll tell you all about that. We've got a vendor hub that you have access to there as well to find that accountant that will help you with that bookkeeping if that's the route you have to go, for example. Again, totalfreedom.com. And if you register there, be sure to use the promo code SAVEBIG, all caps written together, SAVEBIG, because that will give you a two-year membership. Heavily discounted, two hundred ninety-seven dollars for two full years. Again, you can keep coming back to that two-day financial freedom seminar. And if you're not able to do it over the course of two days, I love this. This came out of COVID, out of the pandemic, where we shifted everything online, and and we do a what what I would call a four-day over over the course of four evenings. So I've done that a few times, sitting at home with my five-year-old, kind of in the background. I don't know if he's absorbing any of that or not, but but he's there. With me and i'll tell you one thing you will talk about at that two day on day one and this addresses the the second email here again he says i enjoy the show we're ready to get started but my wife she's really concerned about um having to repair and replace items in the rental homes as they break now he goes on to answer his own question to a degree he says i know when you buy the houses you you go through and repair anything necessary do upgrades absolutely we do the, the motto that we follow at Lifestyles Unlimited, very very succinctly put, it's, it's just simply best product, best price. And best product means when I buy that 1950s build house with the ratty carpet, I'm going to go in, I'm going to pull that up. I'm going to refinish those nice hardwoods that are still underneath. Oh, I love that. I love how they look. I love how it smells immediately after. We're going to go repaint everything. We're going to put in new electrical outlets. We're going to put in new switches. We're going to put in new appliances, new fixtures. So we're going to address this notion of, of maintenance essentially up front when the house is vacant before we even put a renter in there. And by following that motto of a best product, this, this notion becomes essentially a non-issue. Now, does that mean that even though I've gone in and replaced the, the cast iron sewer pl- pipe plumbing pipes with PVC that it can't become clogged when that new residence five-year-old, I have a five-year-old when that five-year-old puts his toys down the toilet, of course, you get a plumber out and you charge it back. Anytime, anytime I have to deal with this sort of an issue. If, if there's something clogged or or some other issue, my, my, my AC guy, my, my plumber, my handyman, they know to get some pictures and they know to give me feedback. Is that what we would call tenant neglect? In other words, were they responsible? Did they cause it? If so, I'm gonna bill it back. It's as easy as that. So his question was, can you address the responsibility of a, of a homeowner, in this case, a, a rental owner, and uh, what it looks like as far as being a landlord with respect to repairs? Well, again, we're addressing that all up front. So that is, in my experience, a non-issue. If you do it right during that renovation period, you're, you're, you make your life so much easier. You make the life of your residents so much easier. And that takes me to the second part of his question. He says as well, my concern as well is making sure the tenant, the resident, is properly screened and passes the test to occupy the property. Now, I want to clarify here. He says, what kind of safeguards does Lifestyles have in place? Well, this is your business. Okay, when you become a rental owner, this is your, you buy that one house, that is your business. You are now operating your own business. You need to put processes in place. Lifestyles is not doing this for you. We are an education and mentoring group. Now, if you have questions, if you're not sure, then you go to your mentor and you say, hey, how would you handle this? Or do you, could you have some feedback? Or here's what I'm thinking I'm going to do in this case, and, and they'll let you know. They'll let you know. And if you want to know more about a single-family mentor, be sure to listen, tune in, or go, go out to our website, LifestylesUnlimited.com, and, and and listen to last week's show. I had, uh, I had Nicole, one of our single-family mentors from here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I had her on with me, so you can hear her experience and 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 understand just what a mentor is. This lady, oh man, she has some cool experience. She has a night, she has the ten thirty one Exchange House. She has a four hundred one k house. We talk about those. She has the nineteen o three house. That house was built in nineteen o three. I mean, she's got some experience. So if if you need help and you go to her, she's gonna know. And if she doesn't know, we have another another couple of uh, mentors here in the area, plus down in Houston, plus in San Antonio. And beyond so but going back to the question um, tenant screening boy I, I think that's probably one of the most important things that you as a business owner with respect to owning residential real estate whether whether that's houses or apartments probably your biggest job you want to make sure you have the right people for your house so how do you do that well just like you do your due diligence when you buy that property before you close on it you are going to do your due diligence on that applicant here we are in the spring we just talked about april showing the the first four months of the year worst in the in 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 almost 80 90 years for the for the stock market to open the year we're in the springtime right we're reflecting on that well i have a lot of lease renewals come up in the springtime and and i have i've, I've had a family buy a house so i'm going through this process right now i've got some applications And we're doing our due diligence. We're going to head into a break here in just a moment. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what exactly I'm looking at so you can have an idea. And then I want to get to that 401k and tell you how I dodged a bullet with respect to the fact that the market did drop 13.3% to start the year this year. Stick around.
3: Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com.
5: What would you say to women out there, Kelly, if they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work, I know I can't go up any further, There's, there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss?
0: Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy, you know, to be able to get out of that mold. People know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say, Oh, you're a woman. I'm not going to invest with you. I'm going to go over here. Uh, There's no real gender there. Are you ready to be part of a world where there are no glass ceilings, no gender bias, no limits? Start like award-winning real estate investor Kelly did with the online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
1: Del Wamsley on the economy and politics.
5: What happens if the economy turns around and goes back down? Now the Democrats are in power or inflation becomes rampant and all of a sudden it becomes very difficult to do business. I was listening to an economist the other day and he pulled out this chart of GDP. He said, look, here's what I want you to do. He said, tell me anywhere from 1950 to 2021 where the Democrats took power and where the Republicans took power. He said, point it out for me. And the truth of the matter is you can't tell. If
1: you're sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what the politicians are going to do or waiting to see what the economy's going to do, if you're trying to predict the future, stop politicians and the economy have no bearing on your success or failure. Only you do. Register for the next live online free workshop. We'll unfold the map to retirement in five years or less, regardless of what's going on in the world. It's the same proven strategies we've been using for 30 years through every political party and economic cycle you can think of. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Austin's Talk
2: 1370.
3: Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
4: Welcome back to the show. We are now in our final segment. And I've taken the show today, the time today, to address some of your questions and very well thought out questions. Some some that are fear-based. We've talked a little bit about some of those uh, most recently and, and a lot of concern around finding the right Resident. And that's a good concern to have. That's what we were talking about in the last segment. If you missed any of the earlier show, you can go out to lifestylesunlimited.com and uh, click on the radio button. Again, my name is Andy Webb. The shows are archived there. If you have any questions like these folks did, send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c.com. So, the last uh, listener email we were looking at, there's a couple of questions in here. One was concerned around, uh, concerning maintenance. How do you handle Uh, repairing things whose responsibility is it we talked a little bit about the model that we follow at lifestyles unlimited best product best price we're going in and repairing anything that is broken or or could break during our hold period three to five years right and that addresses that issue now on top of that when you sign a lease with your new residence that is a contract and that should the, the handling of maintenance of repairs uh what appliances are repaired that should all be addressed in that lease. That is your contract, and you should follow that. You should abide by that. Don't don't get wishy-washy. Don't become soft. When you start to bend the rules and let someone get their foot in the door with that respect, uh, you cause problems. So I like to have everything very clearly outlined there. I mentioned appliances. Why appliances? Well, here in North Texas, we, we've we been getting a lot of people moving into town. I, I showed a house to a, a couple from New Jersey just the other day, and they're like, where's the fridge? I was like, well, no, in, in, in North Texas. We don't provide the fridge. We don't provide the washer. We don't provide the dryer. Yes, that stove that you see there, that range that's here. In this case, there was an above the range microwave and a dishwasher. That, that's it. So I'll repair those. Those are mine. And in in the lease, I'll call out if you br- any appliances that you bring, I do not touch. Right? That, that's your responsibility. But the lease goes on to outline other things. Over the years, I've talked to investors that will put a deductible of sorts in there to try to reduce um, nuisance uh, calls or emails. By the way, in my lease as well, all ma- I put it very clearly, all maintenance requests must be in writing. I want a trail. It's an audit trail for me. Going back to the earlier gentleman's question about tracking uh, for for uh, filing with the IRS at Schedule E, that, that all presents a record, right? So I want it in writing unless it's an emergency, um, but that's gonna be dictated in the in, in lease um, in the lease as well. But, uh, some people will put a, a deductible in there whereby say the first $75 of any repair is, is to be borne by the, the, the resident, the tenant that may save you some of those nuisance contacts with, with that resident. The problem I have, especially in some of the older pier and beam homes that I like to buy and, and renovate, which are wood subfloors. If, if, let's say a toilet's leaking a little bit, dripping onto the, that wood subfloor or, or under the cabinet, and the, the resident's looking at it, they're thinking, ah, I don't wanna pay $75. They just let it go. Well, over time, it becomes a bigger headache. So you use some discretion there. Some people like to put those deductibles. I personally do not. Um, just, I want, I want that contact. I wanna know. I wanna take care of it. The good news is, though, when you follow the model and, and, and operate correctly and, and, and put the best product out there, those sort of things are not an issue. And then any tenant neglect we we certainly charge those back we have our contractors ready to go if you are a member at lifestyles unlimited uh, earlier gentleman was he's part of the financial freedom program go out to the vendor hub and find that plumber find that electrician find that hvac uh, that ac uh, company to use so a lot of a lot of these things they're, they're pretty straightforward and it's going to be dictated in your lease now the other part of the question how do i make sure i have the right? Resident in place that comes down to you and having a very strong screening process in place I call that tenant due diligence resident due diligence and take your time here It's better to be vacant a few extra days or a week or something like that than to put the wrong person into that property and And I like to have a document that outlines three things number one screening criteria Just like I have investment criteria for the houses I buy for the apartments I invest in I want to have criteria around who I'm going to put into each of those properties so I call that, that's a screening criteria, what kind of credit score, what kind of income, is it two and a half times, is it three times the rent, is it four, you know, that's for, for you to, to figure out and outline, uh, but that's gonna be dictated by the criteria, that's the first part of that document. Second part, I like to have the process outlined, because especially in this market with, with houses flying off the shelves, people are real urgent, they're, 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 they're very nervous and they, and they, they wanna understand how the process is gonna run, but when will I know? How do I know if I've got the house or not? Um, So that's outlined in the process part of that document. And then a privacy policy. If you're going to be collecting that social security number, you're probably going to want to have a privacy policy in place. In fact, the Texas State Code does provide for that. Um, So have those three together. And then follow that process. Adhere to that process. Do not deviate from that process. If your criteria says no cats, do not now suddenly let cats in. When you start to deviate from that criteria, that's when you start to have problems. When you start to deviate from that lease, that's when you'll start to have problems. And then you're going to go on and get a completed application. If there are any gaps, why is there a gap? You didn't put the prior residence. Why is that? You've only been in the current residence for a year. You must have lived somewhere before. Are you avoiding telling me that? If so, why? or maybe you just forgot that see that happen all the time. But if there are any gaps, I want everything has to be completed. My process document dictates incomplete applications will not be considered. So fill it all out. And then you're going to do a background check. This is a paid part of it. Uh, typically, you know, we've got providers on our vendor hub that, that that offer these services. They're going to check the credit. They're going to check the criminal background. They're going to check the rental or, or eviction history to see if that's uh, something that is in the back in the background for these these applicants. And uh, do your due diligence. That's how you make sure you have a quality resident in place. That also includes calling those employers, confirming they're still gainfully employed, and current as well as prior landlords. Prior, very, very important. If that's a problem resident right now for the current landlord, they're going to give them a glowing review to get them out the door. So call that prior one because they're going to shoot you straight. They're going to be honest. And one of the questions, back to the uh, prior uh, listeners, uh, email one of the questions on our standard questionnaire it's always the same questions that we send out to the landlords is how did they keep the property? Well, if I hear they kept it great that 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 makes me feel a little bit more comfortable that they're going to take care of mine as well. last email I want to get into and this will this will tie to the start of the show when I said that I dodged a bullet. I talked on a show let me see I have it here in my notes back on February eleventh this was also February eleventh a bit of a grab bag. I had some of your questions and emails in there as well but I told you very broadly about something called a 401k partition, which is a way to get your money out of your 401k and avoid the 10% penalty if you are under 59 and a half. If you're above 59 and a half, you don't need to do this. You can take distributions without worrying about that penalty. But if you're younger, and I am, my wife is, this listener that wrote me the email is as well, then if you pull that money out of your 401k, or in her case, a 403b, then yes, the, that 10% penalty, be, t- penalty will be levied against your account. So if you have 100 k in there, now you have 90 k And when you pull it out, you're going to pay 20% in taxes as well. They're, they're just going to withhold that for you. That's fine. You, you can't get away from that. Um, at the end of the year, you may find out your tax bracket was lower. If you're doing it right with real estate, you paid little to no taxes. You have uh, a lot of de- uh, depreciation. You may take a loss, in fact, on paper. You may wind up getting all that money back. Uh, But that 10% penalty, you can avoid that by doing a 401k partition. How did I just now dodge that bullet, which is the huge drop we saw late last week in the S&P 500, in NASDAQ, in the Dow Jones, which dropped something like 900 points? Well, way back in February, when I did that first show, I had a conversation with one of the vendors on our hub that does that 401k partition because I knew I would be leaving my employer in March I said okay my income's going away my tax burden will naturally be lower and I want those 401k funds out I pulled some out already as we've gone along the process but I had some lingering languishing it's time to get them out a listener heard this email or heard the show and asked about it should she do it she's got 60,000 in her 403b A 43b is essentially a 401k for teachers. And I'll just tell you a little bit about the process. Number one, it cost me the fees of the attorney, something like four or $5,000. On top of that, when my funds finally came out, my 401k provider, guess what they did? They hit me with a $1,200 Quadro review fee. Quadro stands for Qualified Domestic Relations Order. That's how you get the money out, essentially, in Texas. A number of other states as well. And then on top of that, process started in February. It took two and a half to three months from start to finish cuz you're dealing with the county court where you live. You're dealing with the judge, you're dealing with that 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 401k or 403b provider whoever whatever your your plan is. All of these things take time. For the listener with 60k, 10% penalty equals $6,000. We're already eating into that equivalent in fees plus lost time. I would tell you pull it out. Don't even mess with the process if you've got more. Well now you need to weigh You need to weigh the cost of that time and for me that whole process concluded a week and a half ago and we got those funds out right before the market tanked so that bullet i just ducked my head it went flying over funds are now in our pocket who knows where it's going next i haven't looked at the market in the last couple of days (laughs) because my funds are out now Um, But if you're interested in, 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 in avoiding that bullet as well, look up online 401k partition. If you're a member at Lifestyles Unlimited, go to our vendor hub and find that attorney there and, and you can begin that process. Just know it'll take some time. There are some fees and your provider may fight you a little bit on it. It may it may charge you on the back end. So weigh those things as you go through that process. And you know what else makes a lot of sense? Going to our website. I mentioned this earlier, GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Be sure to use the promo code SAVEBIG, all caps, SAVEBIG for a two-year membership. And you can start going to our Financial Freedom Seminar, learning about what we talked about today, and much, much more. And we'll get you on your path to success. Good luck.